What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Semi-Relatable Content. We are back after a whole year of taking things off. I got a lot of good stuff that I want to get through this episode, and I got a special guest with me today, so it's going to be a good one. So I hope y'all are ready, and let's get into this thing in three, two, one. Once again, thank you all for coming back to Semi-Relatable Content. I am your host, Tyler French, and for the first time ever, I am not alone. I am joined by my roommate, Nathan. Nathan, how you doing? Guten Tag. Uh, I am good, yes. I'm not, <laughs> no, I'm not even going to try. No, <laughs> that was a good attempt. Um, for those of y'all that don't know, this is my OG roommate uh, oh. from freshman year of Old Dominion University. 4120. Yep, Scotland House 4120. Uh, we did not know who we were before we moved in. ODU had this roommate pairing system, and we yep. just we found out that our likes and interests, many of which we're going to talk about in today's episode, uh, matched up. And was it four, five years later? Here we are. Yep, fate fate was really on our side. They really paired up the perfect pair. It really was. You cannot stop us. I can't thank ODU for many things, but that's one of them. I can't thank <laughs> that's so true. Um, and before we get into this, I do want to apologize if there is a slight droning sound. We do have an outside AC unit right outside the window, and this is the quietest that we could get it, but hopefully it's not interfering too much, and y'all can just pay attention to our lovely voices. Yep, and if it does cause a problem, you can just deal with it, because it's not your show. <laughs> Ooh, own. No, please don't be mad at us. Please stay. I need the followers. You can be <laughs> mad at me. It's okay. Um, all right, so there is a going to be a kind of a theme to this podcast today. I'm going to have a little nerding out with with my roommate today. We're going to talk about some some nerdy stuff, uh, video games, movies, things like that. Oh yes. Um, so let's just get right into it. So both of us have played video games for for most of our life. Um, most is a bit of an understatement, but yes. <laughs> or at least for me, I know I've played for most of my life. I don't know when you started. Uh, well, uh, legend says I was born with a Game Boy in my hand, so... Oh, there you go. Right out of the womb. Yep. Um, I think mine started... I th honest, I think my first console was probably the Game Boy Color. Yeah. Um, um, my, I remember vividly my grandmother bought me a blue Game Boy SP. Uh, God, I can't remember what year it was. It was she was in her first... the first, Well, the house I first knew her, of her living in. Obviously, she had more houses before that, but... Uh, I remember opening the box, and I didn't know how to turn it on, and I didn't figure it out until the following morning. I just thought it was something cool to hold. But uh, I remember opening it up, and my grandmother was like, that was $100, uh, and that was my first video game system. Um, my mother, uh, my, my dad actually, <laughs> he had a PlayStation 1, uh, and he had uh, the most vivid memory I have about that PlayStation 1 was, A, that my brother cut the AC cord with a pair of scissors, um, but two... I tried to play Metal Gear Solid one day, and my mom flipped out when she saw a guy holding a gun, uh, <laughs> and that began my rapid downfall into, never mind. You're um, too young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Game Boy SP, that's, that was the, the, the gist of what I was trying to say. That was my first console. There you go. Yeah, I had that, I was, I kind of started in the, the weird, like, 
transitioning consoles where I didn't have the original uh, Game Boy Color or um, you know what I lied already oh. I had the Game Boy Advance I did not have the Game shame, Boy Color <laughs> my uh, I never had the 64 I had a friend that had it and I would I would go to his house and play it but it was never mine um, and then I've I've been a GameCube uh, person I've had the same GameCube for a little over a decade now it's about the the third one i've had the first two crapped out pretty soon after i got them but this one's been lasting a while now i was just on it a couple hours ago yep so it's still going strong that is a good one and the prices for those are astronomical these oh, days yeah. because everybody that sold them as a kid wants them back mm-hmm. so, you could get a pretty penny for those right now is, but that is how it is God, pokemon xd at uh Game store down the street costs eighty dollars. Yep, that's exactly what I was playing too. Doesn't even have the box in the manual. <laughs> Outrageous. Or even the picture. It has a picture on the front, I think. Yep. It's at least got the cover art. Um, but speaking of video games and getting on that topic, um, I know that video games can can impact people, uh, in both ways. Um, but I, I think we've had we've both had pretty positive experiences. So I kind of wanted to go on and and get your thoughts and see how video games through the years have kind of uh made you who you are or if they've uh like impacted how you think on things or or just your your general thoughts on on how video games have impacted your life how video games have impacted me well i remember playing open season on the gamecube open uh, season. with my brother and he threw a controller at my head and that's how video games impacted my skull well there you go Good old, good old sibling rivalry with video games. Yep. Literal impact. <laughs> uh, but on a serious note, uh, an actual answer to your question, um, I don't think video games themselves have impacted my life. I think that the connections I've made with people through them have impacted my life. Um, most of my good friends that I have, um, you, uh, my two buddies, Justin Connor, you know, Trevor, David, all my, all my friends, I've met them all through a common love of video games. Um, and I think that... Uh, video games are a good. They were a good segue or a medium for which, through which I met all of my friends, how I bonded with them and connected with them, and uh, I can't say that any one video game changed my life. I mean, I have a couple favorites. I have my all-time favorites. Um, my most recent favorite, uh, my favorite game of all time, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. Um, it's got a killer soundtrack, killer story, great voice acting, but I can't say it's really impacted my life in any way. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I happen to meet someone on the street. Said, oh yeah, look, Xenoblade Chronicles. Yeah, yeah, I love Xenoblade Chronicles. Um, you know, if I if I, a valuable friendship stemmed from that, then I would say Xenoblade Chronicles has affected my life in a positive way. So that's pretty much it. Okay. Yeah, I can understand that. I know it's um, some sometimes it can seem kind of uh, like the Pokemon far fetched uh, <laughs> to um, have something that can sometimes be as described as like meaningless or pointless as a video game. Yep. Um, that can have a major impact on someone's life yep. for, you know, their future or whatever. Um, I know this isn't quite a, I don't know if you consider PC games as video games or if those, that's their own separate, he says as he sits entity. in front of my thousand dollar computer with, <laughs> with 80 games installed. Yes, of course they're games. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so I was a part of this community. Um, it's a older game now by today's standards but um it was called spore Spore old now spore i think i mean the so it started back in like 2006 and the community's been pretty dead for i'd say the last 
Um, I'm saying like oh, seven or eight years now. I feel like there was a new spore game recently. I haven't What's seen the newest spore game. Hang on, I haven't we're seen. We're, we're gonna do quick. some research right here. Newest spore game. Because I haven't played that in. I know there was one on the on the DS. I know that. Like five. Yeah, that one was. It was okay. I wasn't too big of a fan. I tried it. Um, but the PC one was was where I had most of my time on it. It's on Steam, the original one. Is it? Yeah. I'm not logging in to do all that. Yeah, it's like we are. But well, it's, it's we, still alive. But it's we are confirmed. old. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so like back when it came out in 2006, uh, I bought it, I take it back, my parents bought it uh, for me probably a couple months after its release, so I was I was one of the so-called original creators. Um, I kind of built my account and reputation through the community, and a lot of people did recognize me, even though I wasn't the greatest at what I did as one of the, you know, um, originals. Um, but uh, if y'all want to check it out, uh, the account is Blazier. Oh, boy. As nerdy as that sounds. It's the word Blaze, B-L-A-Z-E, and then an extra E and R at the end. Um, but I was a part of the Sporum, or Spore Forum, uh, <laughs> online. And that was actually, I can kind of say that it it definitely helped me i think that was my first experience with like real internet trolls <laughs> um yeah. because i was let's say 2006 i was you know 12 13 when i started this game um i know 2006 i would have been nine or ten roughly yeah um and so i i got introduced real quick to people on the internet and that can always be a good or bad thing but I, I had an overall kind of positive experience with it. Um, and then, of course, as uh, time got older and, and uh, my schedule got busier, I, I started being on it less and less. And then with technology moving ahead as well, um, newer systems can't play it as much. So I actually haven't been able to play in probably five years or so. And um, community's definitely not what it is. I, I checked the website the other day and... There used to be tens of thousands of uh, of creatures and adventures uploaded every day, and now it's into the low hundreds, sometimes the the tens. Um, but that was probably like growing up, um, at least in terms of PC, one of the games that kind of, um, you know, I grew up with. Um, other games, you know, I think we all grew up in uh, online chats. Video oh, yeah. games. I know Halo Three was the oh, yeah. Halo Xbox Three Live chat. Xbox Live was a place. How we grew up and survived that, I have no idea. Because people, the man were, I am today. <laughs> people were brutal oh, yeah. in those things. Yeah. You ever play Maple Story? You know I didn't, but I had a friend that was really into that, and he was always on it whenever I went over. You there. had two friends that were really into it. That was my that, that was my stuff for about three years. <laughs> um. Yeah, we are we are a family channel. Yep, trying not I, to almost curse said, much. I almost said a bad bad word. Um, yeah, Maple Story. That was that was where it was at for me uh, in terms of PC. Um, until recently, I didn't have a computer on which games could be played well. Uh, so that's a, a new new ground for me. Yeah, new grounds. That's another thing. Oh good. Oh goodness gracious. <laughs> oh new grounds. And you know, I, I mentioned technology has has evolved and, and video games have as well. One of the ways that uh, video games have evolved is the overtaking of open world concept, which I personally believe has been a godsend 
for some platforms. I know some people don't really care to like it, but I did want to get your opinion on the general like sense of an open world game versus your traditional uh, level by level boundaries where you can only go a certain distance or amount or you're kind of confined in a certain area um, and what your thoughts were on each of those and what you think might end up being like the future of video games whether level to level will still hold up or if it's going to be phased out by open world concept um well it's, it's kind of hard to say there's a lot of games that are really really grounded and fa- their foundations lie in that like you're not going to get an open world mario game uh, i mean you have odyssey but that's about as open world as it's going to get mm-hmm. um you're not going to get uh it's we, Minecraft really revolutionized the open world concept. It really gave us the first true sandbox. Um, but I feel like a lot of companies thought, hey, I can do this too, and I can do it well. No, for a most recent example, uh, buddies of mine, we tried to download a game called Grounded on the on the Xbox Game Pass. Thank God I didn't pay for this. Um, it's about, it's like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, but a game. It's real original. Uh, you, you shrink down to the size of an ant, and... The first thing they make you do is, like, collect, like, 50 sticks so you can build the basic weapon. I, I don't want to do that. That's boring. <laughs> so, I... It's a tiny I, I, Now, then again, there's a, there's games like Breath of the Wild. Like, Breath of the Wild is the open world game. I think it really contests Minecraft. I like Breath of the Wild a little more because it's somewhat linear. I don't I don't enjoy the total freedom as much. It's kind of a weird... I'm, I'm on the fence about it. I don't know. It depends on how the game approaches it. Breath of the Wild, they don't make you craft anything. I mean, the worst thing you have to... Most you have to craft is, like, food. That's um, yeah, that's very easy. And then Minecraft is... It's it's reasonable with the crafting. I mean, it's never more than, like, nine blocks, I think, for one single item. Uh, but, you know, if, if you drop me into a game and you make me collect, like, 50 items just to get the basic weapon or armor or whatever, like, come on, I don't want to do this. I came here to play the game. <laughs> you can go outside and do that. That's, I want to get away from want, the real world. I don't even want to go outside and do that. <laughs> that just sounds awful. So I shut that game down. I uninstalled it. You know, I just, it, I don't know. It. I feel like open world with a little bit of linearity is the sweet spot for me. I can understand that. And I, like you said, I know there's some game platforms that they they couldn't stray from level to level like i think i had mentioned the other day um just on a whim like a an open world crash bandicoot would be kind of cool because they're releasing what is it crash bandicoot 4 it's already out or whatever the title two weeks ago they come out um but thinking on that is like i don't know if an open world would work with that just because it's so based on having that narrow pathway it's it's one of those games that the foundation is in platforming you can only stray so far Mario, he's he's kind of back and forth. He'll get two D games, and then he'll get a three D game, and he'll go back to two D. I think he's finding a nice find a nice sweet spot there. Not nothing else really works. And it's just like I said, you gotta have some linearity. Like even Minecraft has a goal. You go to the end, and you kill the end dragon, and you get the weird credits with the aliens talking to you or whatever. It's at least there's some sort of linearity there. Don't drop me in. Don't give me any goals or anything. You know. Yeah. I think Minecraft gets a pass from me because I've played it since the beginning. You know, there might be people these days that absolutely hate it. So. I can't. Yeah, I, I think to this day I still haven't tried it. You gotta try it. I think, it's good. I, pro- I definitely will at some point. It's good. I don't know if I should do that on the Xbox though or the or the get PC. It, get it on your PC. It has yeah. to be the PC. Yeah. Oh yeah. Playing that with a controller is nigh impossible. <laughs> yeah. there's, there's there's definitely some games like that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. I mean, open world concept. I I personally like it because I there's some games that there is almost too much linearity, like. You cannot go on until you 
do a certain task or whatever. And sometimes when those games, they make it so difficult that I just give up. Yeah. Like I, there's There's been a good handful of games that I never finished because I got to one level that I couldn't beat. And I was like, well, I can't get past this, so I'm just going to finish. Yeah. Whereas with open world, you're kind of left to your own prerogative as to what you want to do. Um, like you mentioned Breath of the Wild. I went way beyond what I was supposed to do in terms of the main story because I was just having so much fun doing all the side stuff and kind of just roaming around and all that. Um, so I think, like you said, there is a, there is a healthy balance uh, between the two. I know companies are still figuring it out. Oh, it's, it's, uh, they're so fixated on Battle Royale now. Everything's got to have a Battle Royale. Yeah. Come on, Fortnite. What have you got to do with this? <laughs> Dude, Fortnite's another one I can't get into. My, my two it's, nephews are so into it, and they keep trying to get me to do it, and I just can't. So I, I get, when it first started hitting its stride, I played it for quite a bit, actually, on my Switch. Um, and, I, you know, we played for two seasons. I thought it was fine, but there's nothing to it. It's, it's yeah, it's a free-to-play game, um, but you can buy, like, these outrageously priced skins that have no... I mean, I, I don't agree with pay-to-win. I don't want to someone to spend $20 and automatically better, be better at the game than me. Um but it, it, there's no substance to it. Every now and then they'll add a, a special game mode like, oh, you can battle 50 versus 50, or you can do three people on your team instead of two or one. It's like, there's nothing to it. There's no story. There's no goals. I mean, the worst, you, you pay to unlock skins. That's about it. Um, it's a dangerous concept for the um, for the industry, for sure. Um, but, yeah, like, like you said, uh, games, um, in terms of bad games, I would say, like, Ark. Uh, Ark's pretty bad. Rust is pretty bad. Oh, Ark was um, the worst. I hate Ark. I'm glad I did not buy Ark. Um, I wish I had known before I bought it. Yeah. Uh, no Man's Sky, when it first came out, was pretty trash. Uh, I hear it's better, though. I keep meaning to get, give that one another go. But there's a fine line. I guess the thing I'm really trying to say is I hate crafting. I hate <laughs> crafting. But yet, one of your favorite games is Minecraft. Yeah, well, crafting Minecraft's reasonable. <laughs> you know, Even Animal Crossing adopted crafting. I was like, Why? This game was fine without crafting. It doesn't make any sense. That's one I, I still haven't got into. And that's what everyone was playing this year. Yeah, because it was the only game that was out this year. Yeah. I got the Switch too late. I dropped the ball. It's all good. Um, still on the topic of video games, you, I, per, I think you may have answered this earlier. Um, but just going to get some more reasoning why. Uh, favorite get video game or plural at either any stage of your life or current or one that's lasted through the years, uh, and why? Good thing I have a list of this on my phone already. <laughs> Look at that, came prepared. Absolutely. I can tell you the top ten games of all time, if I can find the list. I can't believe I didn't pull this up already. All right, so going from my least, well, I mean, these are my top ten favorite games of all time. They're all my favorite in some aspect. Um, but going from, like, ten to number one, you got Metal Gear Solid 3, Snake Eater. It's amazing. Minecraft's on there. Smash Brothers Ultimate. Yep. It's kind of a kind of a given. Mm -hmm. Halo Three. Persona Five Royal. It's got to be Royal, not Vanilla P Five. Stardew Valley. Earthbound. And Mother Earthbound is actually my favorite game series. Uh, Sonic Adventure Two Battle. That's on there. Pokemon Emerald. And my top favorite game of all time is Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. That game is my favorite game of all time. My favorite game series of all time is Mother slash Earthbound. So that's what I've got. I came prepared today. I did you my did. homework. And you you have made a pr uh, claim 
uh, prior to this podcast, I believe about Xenoblade, Con- Xenoblade Chronicles, butchered that name, <laughs> that uh, it has zero flaws. It has mind. zero flaws. I think it's great. I have no problems with it. It's so if anyone, right anyone listening has played that or wants to play it, we dare you to find a flaw. Find a flaw. I know you will. And then come at Nathan. You can't. He'll, he'll shut it's you down. Perfect. <laughs> Best game on the Switch. Um, yeah, we definitely share a couple. Um, the Pokemon franchise as a whole, for me, I know there definitely has some games that are much better than others. Um, but I started out Pokemon Yellow and then Fire Red were the first two I did, and I've been with Pokemon ever since. I know it's kind of, in a lot of people's minds, I know it's kind of gone down. Um, in terms of overall gameplay, the quality of the, the new ones that they release. Um, but I think that's probably the one franchise that no matter what the game is, like I'll, I have to play it at some point. Um, I know my parents listening are about to, to laugh right now because they I can't tell you how much money they spent on me <laughs> growing up on Pokemon cards. I know probably thousands and thousands, and I got rid of all of them. And I'm upset because some of those you could sell for some good money. I had some hollows. I had a lot of the original, like the first Pokemon cards to come out. And my parents made me get rid of the mini yard sale for 10 cents a bag. Oh, my heart. And oh, oh, if I could go back and get those back. I don't know where mine are. I have a few. They're in a box somewhere at my mom's. Um, I, I know. Just waiting to be traded again. I know that there were. I was in one of those Pokemon leagues when I was younger. I was like 10, 10, 9 or 10. There was a, a comic shop of, up in Virginia Beach. It's not there anymore. Um, but it was, uh, they had a league every week, and they didn't really have an age restriction, so there were like dudes in their 40s in there playing. <laughs> I got swindled out of so many cards, man. I There's one, there's one. It was, the, it was the Gold Star Charizard from one of the Dragon sets from back in like 2008. Um, it was like a shiny Charizard. It, I think in mint condition that one's worth like a grand and a half. Um, I have I the I have the original Charizard somewhere too. It's I don't I don't remember ever trading that one, so I've still got that. Um, I will always remember the gold star cards I had and how I stupidly traded them off because they are all very very expensive these days. Let me look up what gold star Charizard. Yeah, just one hanging out of the bag is seven hundred ninety four dollars. Jeez, that's, that's just a card that that's in someone's hand. It's not even in a in a bag oh my god my heart hurts (laughs) and some people rag on you know people that like collect trading cards and all that and it's like wow you collect cards what a loser it's like you know how rich some of those people are because those things sell if someone held on to these cards if they had certain ones that they held on to them for all these years they would be making bank right now there was a guy in pawn stars that turned in he tried he tried to rick didn't end up buying them but he had a the world's biggest collection of charizards um, like he had the crystal Charizard, he had the gold star. He I think the, I've seen the video. The of first that. edition hollow. And the guy was asking like upwards of like, he was way, asking way past $10,000 for all of these. And the guy that came in to evaluate the collection actually said that he had the only 10 mints Charizard in the world Jeez. Like, to, to be known by mankind. And Rick passed on it. Chumley was like, yeah, you got to take this deal. Rick passed on it. He probably could have made he could have made probably made fifteen thousand dollars from that Charizard alone but that's just uh i should have kept them all in good shape i should have <laughs> kept track of them all i shouldn't have been a, i shouldn't have put i really wish they hadn't put me in that pokemon league because i would have still had most of those i'm sure i always saw those online of like the the giant halls of just nothing but tables of people 
battling or like trading with each other and i always i never knew where those were they were always like too far away from my knowledge there was I never, one i never knew about there, the virginia beach ones yeah it was comic comic queen or something like that it was out there um it was over on there, there was a, there's a place called comic kings now it's over on holland i don't know if it's the same one i can't remember um they might have moved but the original location is now like a hot dog store or something um yeah it, i mean it wasn't as great you see the pictures of people lined up it just smelled like sweat and regret in there. So. <laughs> sweat and regret. Sweat and regret. That's the. Why does that sound like a gym shirt? Um, it might be. <laughs> it might be after today. I was about to say if if that's not, we should uh we should make some money off that. <laughs> sweat and regret. What you heard it here. We're calling it. Dib. We got dibs. Trademark TM. R. R. <laughs> Circle R. <laughs> Circle R. Oh jeez. Yep. But um, yeah, Pokemon was there, and then. I mentioned Halo earlier. Halo is my fir- my favorite first-person shooter franchise. I've been waiting way too long for Halo Infinity to come out. It's going to be good. They keep pushing it back and pushing it back and breaking my heart every year. But Well, in the words of Shigeru Miyamoto, a rushed game is forever bad, but a delayed game is delayed. I, I'm butchering his words, but it ends up being good eventually. Yeah, it, but, you're going to get killed. Yeah. He, he's coming for you now. No, Miyamoto, leave me alone. Yeah, so... I think we're probably going to mention video games again at some point but i know there's um a lot more stuff to get through um so kind of wanted to move on for a second um i keep i don't want to keep saying the word nerdy because i know some people still have that negative stigma around cool it but i think like i can that. it's cool to be that now yeah i was like i can speak for both of us we're, we're massive nerds and like i when if people uh, call me that it's i'm not i'm not massive yeah <laughs> is that a comment about my weight <laughs> It's all good. It was like I I used to have kind of a, an issue with it. I've gotten over it um, in the last couple years. I know, especially when, because I have a lot of like knickknacks, um, figures, things like that, um, and I'd say it once I got to college, I kind of, um, you know, got rid of the stigma in my mind around it. But if I knew, like, I was, so let's say I was, like, talking to a girl, and she was going to come over for the first time to hang out, mom and dad, hang out, just talk. Um, I live with him, I can agree. I can, I can attest. <laughs> He's a good boy, I promise. We, uh, I just, I would, I would hide all of that stuff. Because I was like, what if this girl thinks, like, I'm, you know, a dork or, like, a loser because I have this. And then, looking back, I was like, I was so just dumb in thinking that. And, like, it led back to, like, you know, what whoever you are and what you like is okay. Yeah, and if it, someone judges you for that, then that's on them. That's and, their problem, And you don't yeah. need them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I used to be the same way. Although I never had anybody over. I was... I was a lonely child until college. I no, nah, I, I I don't give myself enough credit. I had friends throughout high school, um, at least the latter half. Um, but I, I don't really have a. I, I used to be a lot worse. I used to have like towers and towers of Funko Pops. Like an entire wall at my parents' house was actually Funko Pops. And looking back, I, I bought stuff that I hadn't even didn't even know what it was. I just knew it was rare. Like I'd never watched a Sharknado movie, but I had two Sharknados. <laughs> they're I, so bad that they're good. I I don't know what I was thinking. Um, and I'm basically married at this point, so I don't really care about <laughs> what's in my room. Yeah, hey, you're an old married um, Yeah, it, uh, like, I'm looking at my shelf, right? I, like, I think the thing that probably comes in and out the most, I trade Amiibos around, um, 
but like I've got like a, a Zelda, I've got like Ocarina of Time Link, I've got a, a signed Mario by Charles Martinet, I've got Ness and Lucas, and then a Chibi Link, uh, and I've got like a Matt, like that's it. I've got the Beatles, and I see like Peter Griffin and Shrek and Charlie Brown up top. That's pretty much it. I I don't really think it's a, a passion really. I just kind of like if I get bored of something, I'll trade it to someone, and they'll send me another thing back, and I'll just stick it in there and have it for a week, and I'll trade it to someone else and. Uh, it's just a cycle. Uh, my 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 tastes change quite a bit. Um, oh, always. I, I don't think it's a passion though. I I think it's okay. I've got a reasonable amount of stuff. It's just eye candy for a week, and I and then I turn it into something else. So. <laughs> exactly. Go to your local video game store and trade stuff in. Get your two dollars from GameStop, and then just get more stuff, and the cycle continue. Yep. But I think a one of the constants, not so much recent because uh i didn't realize how expensive they were until i started to have to buy them uh lego sets oh yeah oh yeah legos are ridiculous i i'm looking at my yellow submarine and when my friends got me that i it had been out of stock for a while like i don't i hope they didn't spend too much on it because i know it's a rather pricey set these days anything well anything beetles goes up pretty quick but that's the only lego set i really have I'd buy a Lego Titanic if they made one. I'd buy a Titanic. That would be cool. That would that would be morbidly awesome. Depending um, on the size. Yeah. If they made like a tiny model. That oh, no, no, no. I cool. want a full, like I want to spend three days of my life building the Titanic. We want a Lego. life-size Titanic model. I, want, yeah, ooh, I don't know. <laughs> life-size Titanic, huh? Um, I'm sure it could be done. Yeah. Like I said, decent size. Like I, I want to get my money's worth. It's probably a solid $500 there. It's not like a... That's like a pull money out of my savings and cry about it at night kind of purchase. But I'd buy a Titanic and I'd buy a Peach's Castle, like Princess Peach's Castle. Absolutely would buy that. That'd be a good one. I think, yeah, I think my favorite, it's not even Lego. It's, uh, I think it's Mega Blocks Mega or, or like good. Mega Construct. It's whatever the Halo ones are made from. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I have a, um, a scale model of the Pelican from Halo, which... For those of you who don't play Halo, it's basically their giant flying plane. It's the, the uh, basic marine transport in yeah. Halo. You probably know what it looks like. Um, that one, I don't know how much it was because I, I think it was a, a Christmas gift or a birthday gift from my parents. It was one of the two, but it, I know it was pricey because um, the thing's like a foot and a half long. Mm-hmm. Um, but that one, I, it took me a solid week of at least like four to five hours a day putting together and that is the only one because i'll i have a bunch of other lego sets like i have a whole tote okay not like a clothing tote that that's that's too big it's it's a like a smaller storage container that i i take them apart put them together every couple years just to do it again um but i didn't realize how expensive they were until i started buying them for myself and i was like now i know why Every time I went to Walmart with my mom and asked for a new Lego set, she would say no a lot. Because mm-hmm. they're not cheap. Those boys are pricey. They are pricey boys. But there's still a couple. Like, I would... The... Um, I don't think it's... It, no, it's definitely not life-size. But it's the the large um, BB-8 Lego set. Yeah. I would love... BB-8 is my favorite Star Wars droid. Hands down. It, none of the others compare. I don't want to hear any argument from anybody. <laughs> BB-8 is the best. <laughs> BB-8, BB-8's pretty cool in my he's, book. He's he's unproblematic. Yeah. You you can for at least C-3PO, and 
maybe not R2, but definitely C3PO. There's there's been some times where it's like, no. Oh, yeah. BB8 is adorable. <laughs> BB8 is the lab puppy. He's the of... perfect Disney marketing tool. Like Disney, they, they every now and then they hit gold with their marketing stuff. I think BB8 was probably one of the better ones in recent years. Definitely. But yep. Star Wars is a franchise too. It tanked as a franchise. <laughs> oh boy, that's another podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. That's one of those things. Like um, with Pokemon earlier, it's it's kind of one of those things with me. It's like I'm gonna watch it. Other than TV shows, mm. I haven't gotten into any of the TV shows. Yeah, I couldn't watch those past a certain point. But I think that's why I never got into Star Trek. It's because it was mostly TV shows, and I'm, I'm much more a movie person. Mm. I'll watch movies all day long over TV shows. Yeah. Unless I'm by myself. I can't make myself like sit down and just watch a movie. I can't tell you the last time I watched a movie by myself. Yeah. I have to be with someone. Yeah. Because if I'm by myself, it's like, I don't know. I'd rather do something more active than just sit. Right. Oh, no, I lied. I saw Sonic the Hedgehog by myself. I still haven't seen that it. That was the last movie I saw in theaters. I didn't think it would be the last movie. Oh, you I went saw to the theater theaters. by yourself. Yeah, I went to. Oh, see, I, I couldn't do that. I've done that before. I went and saw the first it by myself too. Oh, definitely no. Yeah, it's all good. If it if it, if it's a movie I care enough about, I'll go see it by myself if I have to. Oof, any scary movie, it's a hard pass. Oh, I guess we're not watching The Exorcist then. <laughs> Scariest movie of all time. I mean, if you want me to stay awake for two <laughs> weeks straight. Yep. But that's actually a pretty good segue. Yes, it is. Um. So, I was actually watching another podcast, because um, I, I watch podcasts, I don't listen to them. Because mm-hmm. like listening, it's, I don't know, I, I feel like I'd get too distracted if I'm listening, but if I go on YouTube and I watch a podcast, I'm watching the people communicate, and it's, I don't know, it like captures my attention more. I, I can see it. Um, <laughs> I listened to podcasts once in the car, but that's because there was four of us, my friends and I were on the way back from Arkansas. That's a lie. We were in Arkansas. We were coming back from a day trip to Dallas. Mm. And we listened to a podcast. Um, but I did that because there were, you know, a couple of us. We could discuss it as it was going on. But uh, movies are changing, mm-hmm. just as, as things always are. And uh, the way we view movies now um, with all this COVID-19 stuff going on is... Uh, the downfall of local theaters and bigger theaters like that because streaming is is you know the rage now and I wonder if um, services are gonna start I don't know if they're gonna decrease the prices or if they're gonna keep it the same or because they know that people are streaming now more often if they're gonna increase because they know that they can make more money from it oh yeah uh, well stream they need to stop making new streaming services for one um, that is a horrible, horrible business practice. Uh, I hate having to pay nine to thirteen dollars a month per service just to watch certain things. Like if I want to watch Castlevania, I got to pay for Netflix. But then again, if I want to watch the Disney stuff, I got to pay for my Disney Plus. But if I want to watch My Hero Academia or Family Guy, I got to pay for Hulu, which sometimes bundled with Disney. Sometimes, not always. It's I do weird. have that bundle. I have um, all that stuff. Yeah, but then... Uh, Paying for all of it, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I don't want to have to pay for eight different things to watch the stuff I want to watch. Uh, I've only got... I've got Hulu, and I canceled my Netflix the other day because I, I 
I don't. This is like one thing I want to watch on there, and I can probably just pirate it. Um, so it, it's it's just getting ridiculous. And if they start charging more, then we're just we're we're in trouble. Yep. Um, it becomes really really beyond even trying at that point. Because like I'm I've and I've always kind of been this person. I rarely go to the theaters. Oh, like it t- it takes a lot. I have to want to see the movie without potential spoilers to go to make it in theaters otherwise i'll wait till it comes out on a service that i already have yeah. or one of my friends will buy the dvd and then i'll watch it yeah but um any of the any marvel movie for the most part give or take a couple i made it a point within the first week to go um i think we talked about this the other day star wars movies because they come out around christmas time mm-hmm. um is when i'm back home with my family and my dad and i will go see those um but he my dad's different he'll want he wants to wait a little bit because we like our space Uh, in the theater instead mm -hmm. of like sitting on top of people which obviously uh in today's day and age we can't do that anyway um but movies have movies can definitely have major um good and bad consequences on, on people um and it can all depend on what movie you see, when you saw it, who you see it with, um, and things like that. I know I've had a couple, but I want to get into yours first. If you think there was any movie or movies that you saw either at the wrong time or under the wrong uh, circumstances or just movies that you straight up just shouldn't have seen not because like oh that movie was garbage i wish i hadn't seen it but like um something that you took away from it or something that happened in it that you're like maybe I, maybe i shouldn't have seen that so I, I wanted to know if you had any like that i hate to be boring but no <laughs> i can't think of any <laughs> i can't think of any circumstances like that i will say that i always hated when um a parent would uh <laughs> when they would tell like cut a movie off or skip a certain scene if they thought it was inappropriate like Titanic, like I watched that for the first time when I was like eight, and they skipped the hand on the car window. Like, what? They didn't skip the painting scene. I was about to say I thought they were gonna skip the. Boobies. They didn't. No, they didn't skip. They didn't <laughs> skip the Kate Winslet naked part. They skipped the hand in the car. Like what? I I don't get it. Um, what other what other scenes have been skipped? Oh, uh, I think I was watching Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Like, apparently there was some, like, sexual innuendos in that that I wasn't supposed to see at my age. <laughs> I remember watching that recently, and I do not remember anything in that that was mildly inappropriate. Uh, that always annoyed me as a kid. Um, that's really all I can think of in terms of that. I don't think I ever saw a movie at the wrong time, though. Nothing really ever stuck with me in terms of that. Um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> really no, no you're you. good. It happens. Yeah. Um, I have two very distinct circumstances. Um, one changed the way that I view a certain genre and the other, I'm just surprised that my friend and I got away with seeing it. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one, uh, well, I guess this will, this is the second one technically. Um, uh, but the first one I'm going to talk about was the Simpsons movie. <laughs> uh, our age, yeah. when that came out, uh, we were what? Like, oh, we were, we were young. Elementary we were, school. Oh yeah. My, early gran- middle my, school? my grandmother actually took me to see that. No way. Oh, she did. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, she took me to see that. So, I I think I've told my parents this story before. If not, well, we can't get mad at me now because I'm 23. Um, <laughs> but I had a I had a childhood friend, uh, Jake, 
and I would always hang out at his place. He just lived a couple houses down uh, from me in, the, in our neighborhood. And he was really big into The Simpsons. And growing up, my parents didn't really let me watch The Simpsons or Family Guy or anything like that because it still to this day can be seen to some as very, you know, problematic and, mm. and all that. But now when you grow up, you appreciate it. And it's just like, no, it's just funny. They're <laughs> jokes. Um, but, and obviously I was, once I got older, I was able to watch that stuff. But he, the, the Simpsons movie had come out and he wanted to go see it and he wanted me to come with him. And I think I just told my parents, I was like, hey, Jake's dad is taking us to go see a movie. I don't know what it is. <laughs> and so we went to the theaters and I don't think his dad knew what was going to happen. He knew the movie because obviously he paid for the tickets and all that. Um, but we got in and the movie started and then immediately his dad was like, I have to go to the bathroom, which was the best thing that could have happened because as soon as he walked out of the theater, if you haven't seen the Simpsons movie at this point, it you deserve the spoiler. But um, one of the opening scenes is Bart Simpson on his skateboard, and yeah. he's naked going through the city, and it goes to the hedges yeah. where it shows his animated, you know, yeah. thing going across. And my friend and I just looked at each other, and we were like, "Should we have? Should we be here?" <laughs> and then as it was like out of a cartoon, as soon you know funny enough as soon as that scene ended his dad came back and then you know we watched the rest of the movie and i was like had his dad seen that i feel like we probably would have been taken out of the theater um there are a lot of moments in that movie i'm surprised you didn't they get were, taken out of the theater yeah for. the the spirit swinging her boobs in the yeah the cabin scene the too, with the deer ripping off their yeah. clothes and stuff uh, yeah we uh, definitely should not have seen that at that <laughs> age but that was like i I was proud of myself. I felt like I got away with a, something major at that point. Yep. Oh, yeah. um, but the to this day, I hate scary movies or just horror in general. I can I can do thrillers, because mm-hmm. um, they're more like suspense with you know maybe one or two jump scares. It's not the jump scares that get me in horror movies. It's the paranoia after the fact because i get i'm a very paranoid person Mm -hmm. and i know exactly where all of this stemmed from was i was at um one of my best friend's houses growing up for his birthday and i think i we were maybe we had to be in elementary school um and he wanted to watch for his birthday at night the first blair witch project (laughs) yeah and of course we had to turn all the lights off and it was it was his birthday party so there's probably like you know 10 to 15 of us kids mm. watching it and i remember sitting through that movie and then when it was time for my parents to come pick me up i was afraid to walk outside in the dark <laughs> to the car oh boy and so i i think it was because of my age at the time but just like to this day i it is very difficult to get me to watch a horror film understandable i I feel bad that that's the one that ruined it for you that's a pretty bad one yeah oh yeah if i watched it now it it, you know it's nothing but when you're you know eight or nine year old that oh yeah it traumatized me um especially the um the clothes like pretty much the very last thing you see 
with the, again another spoiler if you haven't seen it at this point you don't sorry need to, don't watch that one it's stupid um or just mute this for the next 10 seconds but when they the, it's like the person in the corner yeah like kind of i think she's nailed or he or no they're I don't standing know. it's they're standing in the corner okay yeah. I, could, I remember remembering wrong i thought they were like n- the head was nailed to the wall no they're just standing there um but yeah i that was the the defining moment in why i cannot watch which is kind of a shame because a lot of people now and you know all most of my friends like yourself love scary movies and horror movies and i i feel bad because i i can't get in on it it I, it's fine i don't love them there's a few that i really like like the exorcist is pretty good um the, the first two conjuring movies are pretty good that, that's pretty much it i mean there's a couple of there's a couple of gems in there but it's not something i'll watch um if i like if i have a collection of movies i'm not gonna pick the horror one first yeah that's fair i know you mentioned it earlier uh they're, they're fine the new ones are more thriller than horror with clown clown here's an here's another thing this is this is me like raging for a second. S- stop it with the clowns. Clown I hate clowns. I have no reason to. They're not real. <laughs> clowns are not real. Clowns are people. No, the clowns are real. We elect them these days. We oof. Welcome to the uh pol- politics uh, it's, it's actually me. Uh, I'm I'm President Obama. <laughs> uh it's been me the whole time. <laughs> but <laughs> Oh jeez. We're going to get canceled cancel culture um no i cannot do clowns clowns and dolls why why are those a thing uh, i know people get thrills from those but that huh, i i cannot there's an art museum on odu's campus that has an entire room dedicated to dolls and i have never been more freaked out in my life oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. they just their eyes like <laughs> why why is they're like humanoid furbies which are bad enough on their own I feel like a lot of people here don't even remember what Furbies are. Uh, the devil's creation. I had a few. I had a few Furbies. I remember those. I think McDonald's gave them away at one point. Have you seen what they look like uh, without the, like the fur and their face and all that? There's a there was a picture going around of like what the inside of a Furby looks like, and it's straight up like a torture chamber. Yeah, I, I don't need to see that. <laughs> <laughs> I can go my whole life live it happily without seeing that. Um, but I'm sure it'll pop up. Somewhere I don't want to see. What is all that noise? God. Sorry, we have very loud yeah. neighbors. Hopefully y'all can't hear that. We have some uh, some upstairs neighbors that don't really know what the word quiet means. No, we live under Governor Chris Christie of New Jersey. There you go. Who wears cylinders on his... Cylinders? Cinder blocks. Cinder, cinder blocks. Those yep. are the words. Yep. I have not eaten much today, so <laughs> excuse my lightheadedness. So I'm very lightheaded. <laughs> um... What, is, what would you say your like your favorite? Do you have a, a set favorite kind of movie genre, or are there a couple that you kind of like more than others? Uh, like like your would be your go to if um, a new movie came out that was in that particular genre. Um, I don't really have a favorite genre. Uh, I can tell you my top three favorite movies though. Um, number three, the OG Jurassic Park, Sam Neill, classic. Um, that one's that one's pretty good. Second favorite, well. Uh, we'll bump Jurassic Park to second. Uh, there's a tie for first. Um, it's a Wonderful Life, Jimmy Stewart, Donna Reed. Um, that's just a great one. Um, and then that's tied with uh, Les Miserables, uh, with Hugh Jackman, Russell Crowe, Amanda Seyfried, um, and uh, God, there's just a whole. I think I butchered. It's Les Miserables or something like yeah, that. It's a loaded cast. Les Mis. Les Mis. We'll call it. Yes. I hear people pronounce it every way. Les Mis. That's. That's tied with a wonderful life, my favorite movie, and those are like three completely different genres there. So, 
I saw Les Mis for the first time like two years ago or so. Yeah. Was, uh, I was trying to watch more musicals. Because mm-hmm. um, I love musicals, but I do not have good knowledge on it on them mm-hmm. as a whole. It's okay. I, I mean, you, they're so different that you you can watch. Like if you watch if you watch nothing but Phantom of the Opera and, and Les Mis, you're gonna have a pretty different understanding. There's a lot of out there musicals like cats like uh, cat, well, cats is one of them that's, my all-time favorite that's the same guy that did phantom of the opera so it's gonna you're gonna get a very 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 similar musical style um they're, they're, those two aren't similar but yeah. you know he has a he has a distinct way i still um, refuse to watch that new rendition of it it's yeah it's it's cats was was a movie in in 2019 it was one of the movies of 2019 um one, one of yeah that's that's how people are going to describe it in, in history books Cats was a movie in 2019. Next. Let's move on. <laughs> um, but then you have stuff like Rent and Sweeney Todd's another good one. Um, it's, it's just such a, a wide variety of, of, of musicals that you can't really... You have to... It's, it's, a, it's a vast field, I guess is what I'm saying. <laughs> and uh, I don't know how much... We can not talk about this if you want, but you used to do musicals ah, yeah. in, I, er, I, in our early college days. I dabbled. I dabbled in it. Yeah, it was it was fun. I don't do it so much anymore. Um, but it was it was fun. It was indeed a time. A, good, a time. It was a time. It was a good period. Yeah, I think my first. Um, uh, actually, so. I think have I, you know what show choir is? Yeah, because I've, 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 t- I've showed you. Yeah. Um, before, but. Uh-huh. Um, for those of you that don't know what show choir is, it's kind of like a. Broadway, but for high schoolers type situation where it's you have a group of of kids um and it, i think it's mostly high school because i don't think it's a thing in college uh yeah not so much i think some people have programs but it's, yeah. yeah it's definitely more of a high school thing yeah but uh in my um experience with it because i did it for two years in high school a show choir is um a group of of kids uh that do anywhere from four to six songs and it's singing dancing and then there is a uh, a pit band which i i did i didn't do the singing and dancing I, I did the music part um and because of show choir we traveled for competitions um i saw my first ever broadway show in chicago which was beauty and the beast mm-hmm. and that was kind of the start of me getting into musicals um i know beauty and the beast isn't like your it's a disney musical quote yeah. unquote um but then um you know that that kind of uh, progress itself and then because i did show choir that got me into wanting to participate in our my high school's theater company um and then my senior year they did cats mm-hmm. and so i wanted to be in the pit for that which i was um and cats it it may just be because i was in the pit for that and i'm a little biased but to this day cats is still my favorite musical mm-hmm. um if it's done well Cats, um, Cats is really good. I think it gets a bad rap. I think people. just it, because it, it's weird. It is weird. I've seen some a lot of the of stuff people. these people watch. That's yeah. not as weird. Well, and I, I know some people don't like musicals. And Hamilton is like this too, where it's nothing but singing. Yeah. Or I know some people like the musicals where there's a little bit of talking, there's a storyline, and then there's songs. But um, Cats and Hamilton are both, it's constant music and singing from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Um and so there's an audience for it. There's an audience for everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you, you get some of the weirdest mashups. Um, like, 
you get Jesus Christ Superstar, which is like a '70s rock album mixed with the Passion Story. It's you you want it? It's probably it probably exists. Yeah, so. the internet is a great thing. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. Yep, it sure is. But um, looking at the time, gee, I didn't realize fifty Almost plus minutes had yeah. gone by that quick. Pretty That's what good. happens when you're just sitting here, just chatting, yep, the breeze. hanging I ran, out. I ran out of apple cider like twenty minutes ago. You did, you know? I'm almost out of my raspberry lemonade flavored water. Ah, uh, flavor packets are the way to go. Indeed. I know this isn't on topic from nerdiness stuff, but I just I can't do tap water. I I'm one of those fine. people. If I'm desperate, I'll drink out of like the sink if I have to. Yeah. Um, I don't like using bottles, but here I don't really have a choice. Uh, we don't have the the fridge that dispenses water, so yeah, I'll do bottles if I recycle them. I don't feel as bad. Yeah, which we do. Yeah, we we take them to our our com our apartment complex doesn't have recycle bins, but we go to school. They have them throughout, so we're helping the planet. We're doing our part. Unless they just dump them in a landfill, at which point it's all pointless. So. Yep, but I choose not to learn that information because I want to be ignorant <laughs> and just assume that I'm doing good. <laughs> Blissfully ignorant. Exactly. Ignorance is bliss. All right. Well, I think that about wraps it up for today's episode. I hope y'all, um, if you're still sticking around, if you didn't get bored of all the nerdy talk from now, we, we both greatly appreciate it. Um, you can find this podcast, Semi-Relatable Content, on podbean.com iTunes, Apple Podcast, and Google Play Podcast. Although I think Google Play recently has switched over to a new name or a new platform. I'll have to figure that out, and then I'll, I'll mention that in the next one. But uh, Nathan, thank you so much for, for coming on. And oh, yeah, thanks for having me. Sharing all your wisdom with us. There's no wisdom. It is only prattling. <laughs> prattling, that's a $5 word. <laughs> I didn't pay anything for it. Oh, there you go. Thesaurus.com. So they should sponsor us. I should yeah. get that. Well, dinosaurs aren't around anymore. They can't. Oh, no. That's another podcast episode. Were dinosaurs real? Yes, they were. <laughs> yes, if you don't think dinosaurs were real, then we'll fight. But, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's going to be it for this one. So uh, if you like it, please share with your friends, and uh, hopefully you'll stick around for more. I'm going to try to get back on a more regular basis, um, getting back into the podcast game. Life has calmed down a lot more than it did last year, so be on the lookout for more episodes. But uh, thank you again for listening. Have a good rest of your day, and I will see you all on the next episode. Adieu.